Welcome, welcome to, to no, no Notes. Notes. I'm Colby. And I'm Alex. And welcome back to this Wel- week's episode. Welcome back. Um, did, so after Matt Rogers, did you go home and eat? Because you didn't have dinner before and we weren't under the influence. So I came home and I snacked. <laughs> uh, uh, I knew that like something was going to happen because you didn't eat. and I, I had a very late lunch that day. Did not have dinner. And you sort of forced me to take to wait. an edible and a, half, and a half. Yeah. And we had the meet and greet. So not only did we watch the show, but we had the meet and greet. Which was as long as the show. Yep. Um, and yeah, I came home and it was one of those moments where I needed a little bit of something both sweet and <laughs> salty, savory, and I just could not be satiated. So I was a monster in the pantry for a good, like 45 minutes. I was thinking that the entire time I was like, both him and Avery are going to be munching. I mean, I, in that moment, I would really want to be like, does anyone want to go to Orphan Andy's? <laughs> um, oh, and it was right there. I probably I wouldn't have gone. Because oh, you didn't say anything. No, um, I, I didn't need it. I did not deserve anything. I was upset, though, because the whole way home, I was thinking about, I'm going to have a bowl of cereal. Like, I'm going to fuck up some Raisin Bran oh. when I get home. And there wasn't a single goddamn cereal oh i was gonna say if you had even milk i would have even been we we always have milk but i would have been willing to settle for honey nut cheerios which is also usually in our pantry and neither were to be wait i have a question yes are you one of those um white folks that has a glass of of milk with their dinner (laughs) absolutely not okay thank god i don't even really like milk um then why is it in the fridge larry has it for his protein shakes oh yeah smoothie things or something that yeah makes, milk no is idea. way better than water yeah so um as usual we're gonna start off with our tops and bottoms for the new folks we flip a coin to decide which one of us will discuss a top aka the highlight of the week and the other will discuss a bottom or something bad that happened this week so do you have both ready yeah let's do it okay so i'm gonna flip the coin and what do you want i'll do heads for tops head for tops all right let's see And that is Tails. Last week, I was also Tails. Yeah, but I called Tails last time, so. Um, so you get top. So I get top. I'll start it off. So my top of the week is actually the interview Z-Way did with uh, George Santos. Did you watch it? I've only seen a few clips from TikTok, and it seems pretty hysterical. It is really good. I, you know, this. I don't know how this is going to come across, but I think George Santos is kind of likable, just not in the Congress, like not in Congress. Like his avenue should have been the Real Housewives of New York rather than Congress. But like, I would kind of love to see him in a non-threatening forum. I understand what you're saying. So I actually have an issue with society's need to prop up villains. Like, is it Anna Delvey? Who's that? Who, who's the one that was like the crook that she was like scamming everyone in the New York social scene? And then you No, <laughs> you know, there's like the whole, Oh, the German chick. Yeah. Yeah. It's so like that. Oh, like there's so many people that stand her. Mm. And I just think that's just silly. It's just like everything that's wrong with us. Yeah. And like same for George Santos, like we can make as much fun of it as we want, but, but 
it's pretty fucking awful that he held him to his position as long as he he did. Yeah. Now that he's out, it's kind of funny. And like, would I like to see him on something? Sure. But at the same time, I the thought of him like profiting off of that or becoming rich, like I think it would make me angry. I think he's going to need it. I think he's a negative money right now. Probably. What do you think about him having an Hermes bracelet? dragging down Hermes's good name. I mean, honestly, it's one of the most basic things you could buy from Hermes, so it's kind of fitting for him. Oh. Is it is that one is that something you could just like go in the store and buy? Yeah. It's like a six hundred dollar bracelet and all the like basic Hermes girlies have it. Yeah. Oh, I thought Hermes It's very two thousand six too. Oh. Sad. Anyway, what's your bottom? Um, mine is not super interesting, but it's very topical. I just had the flu and it was a bitch Mm -hmm. and I had like a nearly 103 fever for two days and it seems like everybody's getting it right now. And it's just a consequence of being gay in America. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel victimized. Um, yeah. You know what? I feel like gays get sick together. Like, as soon as one person has it, every gay has it. Mm -hmm. Like, it's one or all. Yeah, it's from the bathhouses. <laughs> I mean, that's not where what I got it. Yeah, I was going to say. not where I got it, but I'm just saying that's the that's the real communal spot. So, let's get to, like, what we're going to be discussing this week. Yeah, um, today's kind of a special episode, right? Yeah, so it is our Christmas Our episode. first our Christmas first episode. And, yeah, and... What's your relationship with Christmas? Um, I mean, I definitely liked it as a child. How, actually, how, at what age did you stop believing in Santa? So it's, the thing is that my parents never really enforced the idea. Of Santa, like, shoot, like they would always be like Santa Claus. But like, I knew that it wasn't like, like I could see my mom's handwriting at is, all times. Is Santa big in like Mexican culture? I don't think so. You know what? Uh, Santa I Claus? Mean, I, I figured maybe more so in Mexican American culture, but no, 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 no be, like there's not even a real, like a Hispanic version of Santa. It's like Santa Claus. <laughs> but your are your parents Catholic? Yeah. And Christmas is still pretty popular within the Catholic Church, right? Yeah, Christmas is, but like the actual like me believing in, in Santa, Santa Claus not wasn't, really a thing. Yeah, not really a thing. I was, yeah, I never. So really was that weird for you as like a kid when everyone else was talking about Santa and you just weren't you weren't bought into it or didn't care? I don't remember ever like having like discussions with kids about Santa Claus. Weird. Maybe I just don't remember, but like I don't think it was a thing and i was in english a second language mm -hmm. classes so like everyone was latino yeah i i definitely think i fell out of santa at an early age like i just think i was always a 40 year old woman basically so mm -hmm. probably by the age of like four or five i was like yeah no this guy's not real yeah um but i still very much loved the idea of christmas i still love getting gifts like Honestly, I just want to unwrap like 50 presents. Yeah, you, uh, you're famously like um, Harry's cousin. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, what what is your, like, growing up, like, how, how did you accept gifts? Like, I mean, I definitely got a lot of presents. I, I was fortunate enough that I don't think there was a Christmas where I didn't get exactly what I wanted. How did you communicate 
Is, was it a Santa list? Yeah. I, I mean, when I was really young, I think I wrote a Santa list, but otherwise I think I developed the skill of, of dropping not so obvious uh, hints pretty early on. Like what? Like, like, mom, dad, I keep shooting myself. Can you buy me adult diapers? <laughs> no, just like, oh, I really enjoyed playing this get game at Zach's house. I, I think I would like to have it. I think it's called Barbie. <laughs> Golden eye. Um, what is the best Christmas gift that you ever got as a child? Or alternatively, what is the Christmas gift you wanted as a child but never got? You know, I can't say that I didn't get what I wanted. The one that I do remember being probably like the best one. My parents got me the PS2 with the Jack and Dexter combo pack. Oh, yeah. Man, that changed my life. Like I always think Kingdom Hearts changed my life and made me gay. But Jack and Dexter, it's like RPG. Oh, like, you know, the 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 seed of an open world. Yeah. concept like it was so i spent countless hours replaying that game so much fun i do remember in that period of like maybe early like preteen sort of age that the highlights of every year were like the big consoles and the games and all that but the one christmas gift that really stands out in my mind that i really wanted and it was i got it but it was tarnished for me. Can you guess what it what it was? Can I get a hint? Um, it it requires it, it uses heat. Is it uh, nuclear warfare? Close. <laughs> um, it was an easy bake oven. Oh, you know what? I watched those commercials and I wanted one. Exactly. So bad. What psycho's idea was it to give children a, a, like a a cooking, a sexist. Well, it wasn't a sexist, but a a literal oven, a miniature oven for children. Why, why was that ever a good idea? Dangerous. doesn't It, it? It is. So I looked at it. Uh, I looked it up because I was like, do they still make these? And it was recalled after some girl's finger had to be amputated after severe burns. And I was like, yeah, this is a terrible yeah. idea. But so I did get it for Christmas one year. My brother immediately snatched it and used all the things that came with it to make himself the treats. So and what then did I it come with? Um, I think it came with like a brownie and cookie kit sort of like mixes that uh-huh. you would make. And after that, I just didn't want it because it wasn't new for me, you know, like someone had already defiled it. Mm-hmm. But I really wanted that easy bake. And did now you, I'll never know the joys of it. So did you not even try it? I don't think so. Because they always looked so good, but they were like bright colors on them. So I like could never tell if it was the colors that attracted me or if it was actually tasted good. I feel like the treats probably weren't that good. They can't. It probably tastes like Play-Doh. Did you ever try Play-Doh? Eat it? Eat it? No. Yeah, salty. Not good. I would not recommend. Why would you eat Play-Doh? Have you seen the color of it? I just like a little nibble. You might be a little the, skosh. You might be on the spectrum. <laughs> it's no, it definitely helped me. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. A famous quote by um, I mean, Kelly the Carson. smell of it alone just doesn't make it doesn't seem like delicious to me. Yeah, you know what? I 
definitely got the smell now. I don't no, I the reason why I did it was because Morgan, this chick that I used to play with across the street growing up, she took a bite and she goes, Eat it and I ate it and it was so salty. Gross. It was just a little piece, but it was would not recommend. I do remember a few years later I ended up getting some sort of Harry Potter potions thing that you made like edible treats out of and i remember that was actually kind of fun i do remember that oh well i don't remember being harry potter i do remember being like a maybe it wasn't i feel like it was though like a potions making thing that you made like some sort of little yeah treat it was potions and it, i think it made them into like little gummy yeah yeah, yeah. i don't think it was harry okay, potter well but it, it was like in that era yeah though. same concept uh, as the easy bank yes but for mm-hmm. quote boys Exactly. The heterosexual equivalent, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was my childhood is <laughs> Christmas childhood. Um, did, what do you think about Santa's physical looks? Are you asking if I think Santa's a dilf or a G-dilf? G, a, a G-dilf? Uh, yeah, that's exactly what I'm asking. Um, I don't think Santa can be a dilf. Or a G deal for that matter, because I don't think he has kids mm-hmm. or grandchildren. Um, but as far as his physical nature, I, I mean, it doesn't do it for me. You know, sometimes a muscle bear would do it for me. But I know you, you that, like a little bear, but not that's a little it's a little too much for me. But do you think he was cute as a younger guy? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, was Santa ever a younger guy? Like, isn't that part of the lore that? What, he was just birthed out as an old man? I think he's just... Whose woman's hips could birth something that big? Yeah. Colby. I have don't no idea. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Santa creeps me out a little bit. Why? I I don't know. As far as I know, he's never touched anyone. That you know of. That's Maybe true. Maybe it's more of the concept of like a mall Santa that has ruined it for me. But I never wanted to go get those photos. Neither did I. And I always, my mom always wanted me to take pictures. But like when I was like way too old, like she thought when I was like 13 that I was still 10. Oh my God. I I never did it. But she definitely was pushing that idea Mm -hmm. way when I was like way too old. Santa also feels super problematic for me. Like, is he paying the elves? Are they forced to be there? Is he running a sweatshop? And should we treat elves as humans or more like a dog? Mm. You who, know? Like who has more rights and freedom? Like the reindeer or the elves? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, when I saw Dobby on screen, on screen in Harry Potter, I thought, you know what? It is unfair. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe I would think that the elves should be treated more like freed elves. Yeah. Maybe that's that's why they're trapped. No one has given them clothing. Maybe someone should. Yeah, me. I'll be the first. I don't know. What else do you associate with Christmas? Holiday parties. Or, or like what? Yeah. Those are, is that your tradition now? I feel like that's like that's like the most Christmassy thing that we do. Like whether it's work holiday parties or like, you know, people inviting you over. Mm-hmm. Did you I, go to one this year? I did go to a holiday party at work. That's where I'm pretty sure I contracted the flu. Ugh. Um, I'm very anti office holiday party. 
But there's no but. I just am. But very, you went to it. I, I yeah. I mean, there's sort of the expectation that you have to. Yeah. But it's always like the wear a silly, ugly sweater sort of thing. Yeah, that's exactly what happened in mine. People too. always drink too much. It's like all the straights that this is like the one time they can be away from their kids and. I don't know. There's always just like a layer of inappropriateness to it. I, I, I don't agree. Know. I was trying to leave. How do like when you are ready to leave? How do you do it? Oh, I just leave. Do you wait till like I don't know if your was your holiday party before or during work hours or was it after? After. Damn, that sucks. See, if it was after, I'd be I'd be there for half an hour, forty five minutes. But mine started at two, and so I felt obligated to, to stay be there here all day. Yeah. yeah. No, ours was from like four to seven thirty or something like that. Oh, I would have left at five. Yeah. So it's kind of a a big ask. How long did you make it? Um, maybe till like six. Two a.m. No, <laughs> but that's the thing though; it doesn't end there. Everyone's yeah. like someone inevitably suggests some sort of afters, and they all went and did karaoke afterwards. It's yeah. just like no, nothing good's gonna come from that. You it would have been funny if you were like, "Wait, I thought this was a different kind of afters." <laughs> <laughs> Suggested an outing in the Castro. Oh God, no! Take them a toad hall and then leave. Go to another one. I always. Okay, but so for me, like my tradition, I like I or I guess I always associate Christmas with movies. I always love going to the movies at Christmas. Um, and I wanted to ask you, have you ever seen this Mexican fantasy Christmas movie called Santa Claus? It's like from nineteen fifty nine. No, you need to see this. It's in Spanish. Uh, the original version, and there was like a dubbed version english dubbed version um but santa works in outer space and he has merlin for some reason and the plot is that the devil has sent a demon named pitch which i'm assuming is short for pitchfork to mess up santa's plans by making all the children do bad things and therefore they'll be on the naughty list and one of the main kids that he's messing with is some girl named lupita you're lupita um <laughs> but you should you should watch it i'll watch it I'll is put a on my fever list. dream of a movie and honestly i thought my mind had made it up and then i googled it recently and no it's a real film when did you see this movie i and how did you some come point across when it? i was very young um but it is the, one of the strangest uh christmas movies yeah i've, I've ever seen is it sure. black and white no no it's colorized Weird, weird. Um, I also love watching the Harry Potter movies during Christmas. Actually, any holiday. Yeah. I like a movie that isn't necessarily Christmas themed, but has Christmas featured in it. Yeah. So the Harry Potter movies are a good one. The Sex and the City movie, um, Mean Girls. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a whole list mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. ones that have, you know, a little bit of it in them. But I hate the Hallmark style movies. When was the gay one? The gay Netflix? Single all the way. Yeah. When was that released? Was that last was that year? Two years? I don't remember. So bad. You're talking about the one with Luke McFarlane. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. This is okay. We do not need to make those kind of movies for gays at all. Also at all. I, I think it came out. Yeah, it definitely came out before AI, but I think that was the first movie that was written, produced, directed by AI because like, Nothing in that movie resembles reality. 
I don't even remember Jennifer Coolidge being funny in it. And that to me is tells me it's just a bad movie. Yeah. I, I a movie that has Jennifer Coolidge in it and makes her unfunny. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Yep. Like that all you have to do is put her on the screen. She blinks hilarious, not in that movie. Well, so I like the movies. I still like to decorate a tree, although I love your tree this year. It's it's actually right there. Oh my god, I wish this was a visual um forum, but it is a Trader Joe's it's not Trader little Joe's. little um one footer tree in, in a in a pot. Um but you're missing the um butt plug ceramic oh, that's on the side of it. Can you describe that? I just like while you're in the bathroom, I checked your Instagram story and I saw your tree topper. Yeah, so I have a tree topper too that on one side of it is an is a naked ripped man with a raging heart on and the other side of it is a guy spreading his cheeks <laughs> we'll take a picture and upload it onto our social media but where did you get this freaking so the, they come from this amazing ceramicist uh pansy ass ceramics and they're all heavily lgbtq themed ceramics and every year they produce a holiday collection it's just phenomenal is that where you got the um little um yeah i have a planter like for my succulent that is just a bubble butt and a jock strap <laughs> yeah that's also pansy ass ceramic it's hilarious oh god so i love that and then i always have my little elf on the shelf which we're joined by here oh yeah he this, looks a little latino this is pfeffer Minza. <laughs> German for peppermint. Um, oh, Colby. He, he definitely he looks like you. Doesn't he give Fem top energy? Yeah, he looks like he's carrying a third arm. Um, <laughs> okay. So I know that you love Christmas. So I have Do a I little. Do I love Christmas? You got engaged during Christmas time. You used to fly to Paris because San Francisco wasn't, quote, festive enough okay i do like the festivity but continue so i created this little mini uh christmas game for you to play since i, had I feel like time. this is payback for me uh <laughs> it creating is. a game for you last week it definitely is but this is it, it's supposed to be fun and um i would think you would know you should know all these scary so um it's just basically christmas trivia I'm definitely going to fail at this. Are you ready? I didn't. I don't care if you fail. Okay, fine. All that matters is that you did it. Okay. And the friends you made along the way. All right. Well, we'll give it a whirl. Here we go. Question number one. I'm going to try doing a different voice. Really low. In Mean Girls. No, it sounds the same. No. I'm going to stop. No. In Mean Girls, which Christmas song do the plastics get up and perform? Do, 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 do. Oh my God. My brain is literally frozen right now. <laughs> Sing the song. It I'm, has I'm the trying. Name. My brain is not oh. out right now. Um, I've tried to, I envisioned the mom with a oh camcorder. Um, Colby. I have no idea. Are you serious? Yeah. It's just not coming to me right now. What is it? You don't. I, I will know it as soon as you say it. I just. What I'm, a bright side. Yeah. Yeah. What is that called? Um, Keep on singing it. It says There's it. One horse leg, giddy up. Uh, I don't know the name of it though. Jingle bell rock. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, 
Colby. If it was in a list of Colby. multiple choice, I would be able to select Colby. it. Colby. I told you. I told you. This is not for me. <sighs> okay. Now I'm asking. Okay. You're definitely not going to get this one. What year did Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas oh, shit. come out? I was actually going to say that I am not a fan of this song, and I hate that it has somehow become so iconic on social media for Christmas. Um, let me think. I'll give you a clue. It's in the 90s. Yeah, I was going to say 98. Close, 94. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Um, in Home Alone, how many siblings did Kevin have? Oh, it's so interesting that you asked this because I didn't know that the other Culkin uh, is What's in the... Related? Uh, no, oh. it was in the movies as well. Nah, no I, idea. Yeah. Um, this is tough because there's like cousins and stuff that are in the house as well. Just think of the first one. Just the first one. It's how many siblings? Yeah. Uh, is there is there three? Four. I'll give it to you. <laughs> All right. Well, almost this done. Is going, we this is going really poorly. well. Yeah. Really well. Yeah. I think it's the pressure. It is the pressure. Oh, God. Okay. Next one. In the song 12 Days of Christmas, what is gifted on the seventh day? I have no idea. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> this is so bad. Are, are they seven like, swans are swimming? I don't say they're all birds, basically. So. Yeah. Like 50% of them. So Okay, this one, if you do not get, I'm going to Is this walk. a bonus, like a lightning round? No, this is the last question. Oh, okay. Last question. If you do not get this one, I'm going to walk <laughs> out. Okay. You're the one that made this awful game. This, it's not even... You didn't know Jingle Bell Rock from Mean Girls? Come on. I, oh, wait, wait. Okay, whatever. <laughs> what is the Grinch's dog's name? Oh. Three letters. Three letters. What's the first one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Colby. You're killing me. I almost watched. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave. Let's just stop recording right now. <laughs> it's Max. Oh yeah, yeah. If these were multiple choice, I could, I would get a hundred percent. I don't know. I'm wh- so disappointed. I don't this know why you thought that I would love Christmas so much that I would know. Like I, these, these, I can I call not, up anyone and ask them what is the song uh, that they that the Mean Girls would perform, and everyone would would get yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, now that you Lair said, would get it. I don't listen to Christmas music though, so it it all like is weird to me. Colby like what's in this drink baby it's cold outside like it's weird and why is Santa coming down my chimney tonight I don't know it's weird (sighs) all right you're disappointing me let's just move on to our the meat of our discussion so we went to go see Matt Rogers Christmas special have you heard of Christmas and just to clarify this is our no notes section of this episode did I say something else? No, you said no. you wanted to move on. Yeah, this is our no notes section. So, um, who is Matt Rogers? Well, it's it's funny you bring that up because I would think, like two years ago, if you'd have asked me this question, I don't think I really would have known Matt Rogers. But he's becoming a bit like prolific within the gay community. He was in Fire Island. Um, he has been featured in an episode of Glamorous. Mm-hmm. On Netflix, right? Netflix. Yeah. And he is also the co-host of a podcast we love, Las Culturistas. 
Yeah, so I he's my personal idol. Like I think Matt Rogers is so funny and he works hard. Him and Bowen are just two of my idols. I look up to them. Um and like you said, I listen to their podcast like all the time and quote them. I um was I, I've been a fan of of Bowen and I love his work on SNL. I think I hadn't really come around to Matt Rogers yet, but Glamorous is where that started to change for me. He gave you an entire developed realized character with only but with repeating not this in a variety of different ways yeah. and if that's not talent i don't know what is he was also pretty amazing in fire island he had a lot of uh one-liners oh yeah he yeah he was fantastic there's like the the section where he, or part where he's like I don't know why you don't consider me more of a threat. And <laughs> I, I mean, I love that. I love yeah. that line. It reminds me of one of our friends. Uh, yeah. He's just hysterical. He's so funny. The energy he gives is like nothing but positive. And it's, he's just, he's hilarious. So we went to see Matt Rogers Christmas special that Alex had got me tickets for, for my birthday. Yeah. And it was at the Castro theater here in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. You want to tell them about the special itself? Yeah, so he does this every year. I think this this is his like sixth or seventh year. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was only like the second year. No, he's been doing this for for a while. I don't know if he's um, toured as as uh, many cities as in the last two years, but it's been going on for six years. Uh, it's a musical, but every song is pretty funny. This year was the first year he actually has a band with him. So in the previous years, or the last year when I saw him uh, in San Francisco, he had a pianist who just so happens to be his ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, this year he has a full band, and um, he performed at the Castro Theater. Like, like what do you have uh, any notes on, on Castro Theater? I mean, I love the venue. I love any of those like classical venues that have character and detailing it and feel like they have a bit of a soul to them mm-hmm. and especially something in the Castro that's just so storied. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did look this up because you were talking about how the seats are going to be removed yeah. and the city did approve or they wouldn't, um, they wouldn't pass legislation to consider the seats as, um, historic uh, yeah, yeah yeah like landmarked um and so they i think they will end up being removed so i think that's a bit of a shame um but i think the venue's really cool it's intimate and it's just got that old time charm to it so it was cute to see that kind of show there yeah so just for like folks that don't know castro theater it has theater seats so um during the show you're seated the entire time there was this discussion in order for castro theater to be able to make more revenue they wanted to rip out the seats um and just so that more people can can see the the um the event going on there was some pushback but eventually it did get pushed that they are going to eliminate the seats um you are uh you love seats right oh yeah i think more shows should be seated like i honestly there's nothing more than i hate at concerts of your view being blocked by people that are taller than you and are like screaming out the performance. Like I'd love to just sit and be able to watch it and 
have that great view. Yeah. Um, I wonder, so they have uh, the theater itself, as Colby was saying, it's like has so many details. It has like all the intricate work that you see. Mm-hmm. The outdoor is obviously iconic. It's the Castro neon sign uh, right. from, from the Castro Street. Um, but inside it's two levels. I think this, the upper level is going to stay uh, with the seats. Okay. So I mean, it, that makes sense. Yeah. So I think they're going to give you the best of both worlds. You have the downstairs that's going to be, you know, full um, open to the public general admission and then the, the top, if you want, you can be able to s- still be seated. So I think, you know what, if they want to make more revenue, if that's the way to save the Castro theater, I'm all for it. Yeah. I will say, I love that Matt did not have an opener. Mm-hmm. That is another thing that drives me crazy is especially not that say that Matt hasn't cultivated some level of fame he's not beyonce yeah and so i hate when you go to see someone like that that has an even lesser known person open for them and i realize that's a great opportunity for that person but i didn't sign up for an extra like 45 minute intro agreed and the best thing is the actual show was what an hour yeah and straight to the point there wasn't a long intermission like we got with trixie and katya that was like half an hour it, it was nearly as long as the show itself yeah um i will say um my first critique uh or, or maybe not my first my, i hated his outfit the so what was it so it was a sort <laughs> of shimmery white faux silk kind of suit but it was with suiting shorts which is always a choice yeah um pants certainly would have looked better Mm -hmm. um he's got some some meaty thighs uh and legs that (laughs) it just it was not cute i would have preferred pants yeah and it was distracting for me actually was it wow is that offensive it was i will say that i think he did something like that because um he's dancing around probably probably gets hot Probably gets hot, and also it's an easy transition for him. when he, So he does a number of songs. One yeah. of the most famous songs is The Hottest Girl in Whoville, I think that's what it's called, but it's a, a, it's a song about Martha May Huvier yeah, from the, the, the Grinch, and uh, it's like in the style of this like 90s R&B Mariah Carey song um, and just talking about being the hottest bitch in, the, in Whoville. Um, but it's he transitions, uh, he takes off the jacket and puts on a wig, comes back on stage and does this in the little number. I think he probably did that because it's easy to get out of the, the outfit. But Yeah, I loved that number. And then the other one that I thought was really fun was the song that's sort of like Whitney Houston's It's Not Right, but it's okay that, it, and it's from Mrs. Claus's Oh, of you. yeah. I actually thought that one was really fun. Oh, yeah. He he gives like, I because I am I did the calculations, it would take 3 million whatever seconds. For to, him to go to every house. And yeah. so she's so like, you've been you caught. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it, so it's really hard to do music comedy, right? Because you have like 10, 12 songs and each of them has to be somewhat funny. But he does a pretty good job. Yeah. And I will say his songs have the right amount of crass to them while still feeling like festive and fun. You know, Mm -hmm. it doesn't feel like filthy. Right. Like there's a little bit of that injected into it, but enough so that it just feels like gay and funny and not, uh, it doesn't diminish the spirit of it. I think. So I think it's, it's really fun. I also, he, he has a really good voice. Yeah. I mean, there were, 
the first was the first song that he opened with um also it's christmas Mm -hmm. yeah i was a little worried at the beginning i'm not gonna lie because some of his vocals and that like when he's it's Mm -hmm. getting really high um like the pitch of it it was like cracking a little bit Mm -hmm. but i the rest of it i think he really delivered and he had some like good dance move and yeah. like choreography and energy with some of it too. Like the way he was yeah. interacting yeah. with the audience. His I energy was really good. is fantastic. And you, you can really see like he's hyping himself up in mm-hmm. his head and you can really see that he did like the entire show. He had consistent, strong, high energy. Yeah. I, by the way, have you seen the music video for also it's Christmas? Is that the one with Zane Phillips? Yes. Yeah. I have seen it, man. He is so hot. Yeah. Totally. I mean, honestly, I'm not supporting steroid usage, but his, his body in in glamorous. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He, it appears that he would be. And honestly, this reminds me, that's actually what I really want for Christmas. Steroids? No, just a massive rack. You know, like. Well, you can get that. Dude, if I ever get, um it's like our friend Andrea I'm getting like bad boy nipple piercings and I'm gonna be the most hellish thing you've ever experienced like I, I would be so worried of the nipple piercing getting caught snagging on, on things yeah especially what if it got caught on your um, bracelet that always mm. catches on to mesh twink tops this is random I had um, someone tell me once that there's caught on the threshold like uh, like the door framing, which I don't even know how that happens, but it ripped out, and then they were bleeding. Oh, all. yeah. No. But anyway, we're I'm deviating a little bit, but if I could get anything from Santa this year, it would just be like a massive roided chest. <laughs> just the chest, though. <laughs> like everything else, completely out of proportion. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, but anyway, I loved uh, the the music video. I it's kind of weird. It opens with. Um, Matt using a bidet in a in the public restroom of a club, which is kind of funny. And then Zane appears. And yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like I like the innuendos. Oh God, yeah, he's he's funny. He's just such a he has such a good creative comedy mind. Love Matt Rogers. And this is so awful. I wish I could remember the name of. The guest speaker that he is not speaker singer Alexis Alexis something yeah Alexis something which was a fascinating story like this person that was working at a theater was like uh singing right uh, like in he heard some them sort of singing room. and then just recruited them for a duet yeah and this person has traveled on the tour with Matt and performed this duet which was an incredible duet yeah um. And I just thought that that was so great the way that Matt um, just sort of introduced this person and explained the story and like sort of celebrated them at the end, like yeah. gave them some swag and standing ovation from standing us. O- yeah, I got the crowd to give them a standing ovation. And this is like someone who I think he said had just finished um, grad school grad in school. London. Yeah. So probably, yeah, they probably just like um, transported him from place to place. Them. Yeah them i should say them i mean i always look to how people treat those around them especially people that are you know in a lower standing so to speak like you know not as famous or not as well known or don't you know doesn't have the influence that 
Yeah. That he has. Um, what what did you think about the closing number that all I want for Christmas is you where he, so he does this every year. He did it this last year. Uh, Matt Rogers closes with um, Mariah Carey's famous song, but when it gets to the high note, he stops the song and then goes into the crowd to look for someone that could hit the high note. I knew it was going to be bad. I just knew it. <laughs> so I, I saw it this last year as well. It was some, some, some chick. She did not hit it of course not and then this Who's year be able to hit that exactly this year he was like okay i want a, a guy i want a guy this time that's not exactly what he said <laughs> what did he say he was like i so matt rogers and bowen they refer to their podcast stands as katie's yeah and he was like i don't want a katie because a katie always messes this up he's like i want an old school glorified faggot yeah um and he he got one what did you think of this uh random audience member their high note i just yeah it wasn't very good it wasn't good it wasn't good it wasn't even that it actually cracked at the beginning too and yeah it wasn't that high it it wasn't even the right like pitch uh, yeah i just i just knew that this person was not gonna hit it last year and the same thing this year the person once they hit the high note uh, they never know what to do on stage. Like they linger on the stage for a little too long where it's very awkward. Right. Like there's no state, like someone needs to be like, get off. Get also off. the pressure is so high in this because Matt is like telling everyone like basically that you can't leave until this is done. Like no one's going anywhere until someone hits this note. Yeah. And there's, he's like scanning the whole audience. There's lights coming on everyone and then, like, someone's got to go up on stage yeah. eventually, whether they can hit it or not, yeah. and perform this note in front of a whole audience. Pretty good. I think I, you should have done it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? People would have, like, thrown Rotten Tomatoes at me. Oh, I've been the first one. <laughs> no, that guy really is gay. That guy really is a faggot. Pitchfork. I, I was telling... um. Avery, who was with us, that we both should have just pointed at you while you were facing Matt so that he would have grabbed you. God. So, yeah. What would you give the show overall? The show, I would I would give it an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. I would. Musicals aren't my thing, but I do love Matt Rogers. He made it funny. He made it fun. You know what? I give it a, I give it a strong. I Yeah. Nine. I would, so yeah, the show like eight and a half, maybe a nine out of ten, but I would give the um, merch signing a ten out of ten. Yeah. So after the show, they, you know, Matt was like, "I'm going to be signing some merch, guys, meet and greets, um, you know, on on the second level." So he's my idol, and I make Colby and Avery um, come with me. I get a record. Uh, oh, you're so, you're skipping by this a little bit. We had to wait like 30 yeah. minutes to purchase a record, yeah, and the, then get another line mm-hmm. uh, to sign it. I was too under the influence to realize that I needed to take the plastic wrapper off of the record because he's gonna need he's to gonna it. sign it. Also, there was the person coming through the line that was like minimal touching, minimal touching, and the whole time I was like. Why are you telling me this? Like, who would I be touching? Um, and then I saw how some of the 
KDs were interacting with Matt and I was like, oh. loved. They love. So, you know what? Another thing, Matt Rogers is really good at the crowd. Like people were saying the dumbest things and he was laughing because these are, you know, these are his, his fans and he treated them really well, even if they are kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, Speaking of which, and I wanted to ask you this last time when we talked about stands, but what would our stands be? Oh, for this podcast? Yeah. I don't know. I think I want them to be Velmas. Oh, Velmas would be great. Like, and they dress up as Velmas. Yeah. Yeah. Just like big rack, dorky glasses, yeah. turtleneck, kitten heels. Uh huh. Losing and the glasses on the floor. Yeah, and then on stage at live events, we're dressed up as Daphne's. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah. If you like want to win us over, and, Velma. Yeah, Velma. Yeah, hundred percent. They're Velmas. Um. Anyway, back to the the signing line. So while we're you know we're and all three of us were like really really under the influence like out of it could barely speak. The stage management or whatever was giving us a post it and a pen so that we write it on, um, put it on the record so that Matt has like the spelling of our name. And like where to sign, where to sign. And it just makes everything go, go quicker because we were not in the right state of mind. We thought it it would be hilarious. Instead of saying my name, I put whole H O L E. Um, and then after what, why did we put the accent mark over the E? Um, I don't, I don't know. I think you were like freaking out that it was going to be whole. And I was like, Oh, well they're going to ask you, you know what this is so just tell them like it's hole you're you're latino oh yeah and so i put an accent mark over the e and so that's all i put on the the um post-it note yeah we're next in line the the person that's like running the line the stage management looks at it and looks at us and says how do you pronounce this? And, and I said, the most deadpan voice yeah, ever. Like, like completely oblivious. Clearly went, yeah, clearly did not pick up on it. And we yeah. say, hole. And then as soon as she walks off, we start uncontrollably laughing. Like I am, my, my hands are on my knees. Like I am dying of laughter and I hand it to him. I'm still kind of laughing. And then did you hear what he said? Uh, what did he say? So he looked at it and he goes, love this. Oh. Oh my God. We, and like our, like we were very clearly not in the right state of, I, I couldn't say anything. I, lo- I love the photo that we have with Matt, which yeah, we're, we'll have to post it. We'll post it. If you zoom in, my veins on my neck are popping because I'm holding my breath because I'm, I'm trying not to laugh. And at one point he did turn to me and, but didn't say anything. I think he definitely knew Right, but oh, was kind of scared to say, is this supposed to be whole in, in case my name was actually Hole? Oh, for sure. He knew. Oh, my God. And then as we were walking away, I was just like, not this. Yeah. And he like re- like screamed at me. Oh, yeah, I God. loved that. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Do you think Perfect he, night. Do you think he went out afterwards? No, because he... No. He had to go to LA the yeah. next day, I think. Yeah. Oh, I wish like we like knew him. We could have gone... I, w- him out. I wish I wasn't so uh, like blasted off into space that I could have said you're my idol or something. Uh, oh uh, no, that would be cringy. Yeah. Well, he hears that from so many people. Yeah. I'm sure you would have been another Katie. You don't want to yeah, be Katie. You're right. You're totally right. Oh, 
Brett, like always. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, I would strongly urge anyone that loves Christmas and mm, life and join us to go see this Christmas show. I think he only has one or two more shows. But. Yeah, and worst case, I think it's streaming on Showtime. Oh, yeah. I don't think it's the most pr- current one. It might have been from last year. A year or two ago. Yeah, um, but, but I'm sure most yeah. of it is still the same, but yeah. highly worth checking out if you can't go see him in person. Yeah, I think it's on Showtime's um, called Have You Heard of Christmas? Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, anything else to add? Nope. Well, thank you for listening. We both wish you a happy holidays. Happy holidays, and we'll see you in the next year. Yep, see ya. Hey, it's Colby and Alex here. Thank you for listening to No Notes. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts and share with your friends. You can also follow us on Instagram at No Notes Pod, one word, where you'll find updates on new episodes and see more into our lives and the stories that we share with you on the show. Your support means the world to us. Until next time, keep it real and keep it queer.